are you fucking with I'm me? pretty sure these are healthy. Bro, you're they're fruit snacks. You're like, you fucking, get mini fruit. You're drunk. I'm drunk. You're drunk, dude. You think that these <laughs> things are good for you? Fruit snacks. I'm this pretty is candy, sure. dog. There's this, no way. They wouldn't are, call it a fruit snack if it was candy. I can't tell if you're fucking with me or not. I'm actually being serious. You're actually being serious. You actually <laughs> think this is good for you? I eat so many of these a day that I like. I think it's healthy. Like I don't. I won't. I don't eat real fruits because I like. Bro, you're gonna snacks. get like, dude. How old are you? 24. Oh man, you're fucking. You're gonna get so fucked up in your 30s. <laughs> like your fucking joints and shit are gonna be fucked. <laughs> Dude, this kind of shit. You, yeah. if you're, if you're not eating fruit, also your colon is is fucking like bleached or something with this, like oh all this shit that's passing through it, all these weird food colorings and all this stuff. You think so? Yeah, dude. No, oh, man. I think that's fun. I think it's hilarious <laughs> that you thought fruit snacks. Lit- it's they gummy. give you these in school, you know. It's so a, you would th- you would think that if they give them to you in school when you're in dog, grade school, it's a growing gummy. Up. It's a gummy, bro. From it's fruit a juice. gummy. <laughs> Anything that comes in gummy form is a candy. I wouldn't. Cause, all right, all right. Who knows? Who knows? I'm telling you, bro. Right, this we're gonna is candy. see. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Writer's Block Podcast. <laughs> All right, uh, we're here at the Comedy Zone. This is a special episode. Um, I got a special guest in the building today. He's here headlining this weekend. Uh, third, well, Friday was last night, and then mm-hmm. we're recording this on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so you guys go back in time, buy some fucking tickets. All right, <laughs> and come see my man do his thing. Uh, I got Shay Durena here. Hello. On the Writer's Block. How you doing, my man? Doing good, man. I'm doing good is this uh this is your first time performing in jacksonville or you've been in the comedy club here before no yeah it's my first time in jacksonville how, uh, how are you how were the shows last night the shows last night were fun and this is a really fun club and the yeah the the vibe is good uh there's like it's a very like driving city what do you mean? Like, uh, if you want to get anywhere, you kind of, like, got to drive across oh, the bridge. You got to drive dude. somewhere absolutely. else. Absolutely. Like, there's, like, places where you, like, you're touring. You're like, oh, I can kind of, like, just, like, fucking walk around this area and, like, check out what's what's by and what's close and stuff. Because uh, you don't always have, like, a ton of time to, like, really check out the city when you're on the road. Really? Yeah. I That's, like, something that I'm, like, I'm young in this. Like, I told you earlier. Like, so I, I'm going to go figure that out myself. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I can't. I'm excited trying to figure out how to do that. Uh, what's the most exciting place that you've performed before? Most exciting? Yeah. Oh, because you're from you're I read you're from uh, Canada. Exciting is a hard thing to conceptualize, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What are you, all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This like makes, exciting. It's devious, like, exciting. Yeah, yeah, bro. Exciting. Uh, all right. Uh, one of the most fun experiences. Like, where was it? Where was the club? Uh, where was the place? I always, the standout place I always talk about is the Improv in Tampa, and it's okay. in the Ebor. Nice. I fucking love that. I love that place. The Ebor is like so cool. There's like wild roosters and shit running around everywhere. Uh, and Florida. it's like the food is really good. The like you can take like trolley cars. There's like all 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 like old architecture. The building we performed in, it's like ah uh, fucking I don't know. They said it was like 400 years old or something like that, and it's wow. been used for like plays for years yeah. and blah blah blah. It had those like Abraham Lincoln booths, like the like with the fucking. Like, <laughs> the, you mean, are you describing the balcony he was shot on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you see it in your mind's what eye though. <laughs> you see it. You see That's exactly insane. what That's I'm talking crazy. about. You see exactly the balcony I'm talking about. <laughs> You're at a theater and you have those old ass balconies where Abraham Lincoln got fucking his head blown clean off. That dude. is the craziest way I've ever. Heard. <laughs> if I describe, describe an Abraham Lincoln booth, 
That's yeah, it's the most famous uh, thing that's ever happened. You could have said booths. it was a John Wilkes booth, you know. You John Wilkes uh, booth, the guy who shot him. You know, oh yeah, that actually, there, you know, it, it's it a John Wilkes booth booth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so you uh, you mentioned last night during your set that you're from Canada, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So so did you start comedy there and then start coming to America to do shows? Yeah, and yeah. How, yeah. What was that like? Yeah, a lot of people. I think because so, so many people know me from TikTok and like I started doing TikTok over the pandemic. Yeah, seven million uh, TikTok followers by the. I got you. I got you, man. I got you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing. I've been doing stand up uh, since I want to say twenty thirteen. Wow. Yeah. So maybe like nine years. It's been nine or ten years. So it's nice. like some something like that. That was my uh, freshman year of high school. There you go. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you were still fucking getting your head shoved in a in a, in a locker. <laughs> yeah, I, was I was not fucking, a locker kid. <laughs> no, man. Look at him throwing that on me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, this I was, guy. it's funny because I was watching Everybody Hates Chris the other day, and that's yeah. literally all like just every episode in a Chris locker. Rock, just in a locker, <laughs> but yeah, um, um, you started in 2013. Yeah, and uh, I was I was actually living in Mexico when I started. I was like wow. I was just I was living out there. I was a, like a scuba diving instructor. So you were uh, like like doing shows in Spanish? No, no, no. We just do them for like tourists and expats and stuff. Oh, and God, I, God, my God. first year, I was doing it like once a week because there's just a small group of guys that did it at this like one bar, and so that's how I got started. And then I loved it, so I moved to Toronto. And then, like, my whole comedy career was in Toronto, so I did it in Toronto for like eight years. And then, just recently moved to the states. What was uh, so? What was like Toronto like coming up in Toronto? I've never been there. The only thing I know about Toronto is everything that Drake puts in his music. You heard it when you walked yeah, in. I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, comedy in Toronto. I've uh, you know. What's the culture like? Uh, the comedy scene in in uh, Toronto is incredible. Like the comedy, like the Canadian comics are are unbelievably funny but there's like not a lot of opportunity because we don't have a very strong entertainment industry uh so a lot of like uh, every, all the talent basically like leaves like you look at like some of the best like comedic voices that have come around and you have like john candy jim carrey like fucking martin short i'm pretty sure martin short's canadian uh and like all the, all these guys are like incredibly talented uh canadian comics i mean you and so we produce like a lot of great stuff but everyone kind of leaves but uh i i i love that place and i think it, it's it's just packed with so many fucking funny people hell yeah and uh, uh so you came here recently you just said yeah like, I, uh, I moved to the state uh to uh fucking new york all right, yeah, for yeah. comedy, for like that was the reason to. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's always since I started doing stand up and like was really like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. In New York has always been the goal. Like, yeah. I, some people want to move to LA. A lot of Canadians, too, they move to the UK because it's just cheaper. Wow. It's like to, to get the visa to come over here, it cost me like 12 grand. Nice. Uh, so it's like, it was it was kind Holy of a. Shit. Yeah, it's, it, it's a process. And it took me like 18 months, too. Like, it's a 18 process. 18 months? Yeah, yeah. It's See, a process. We must be hella privileged in this country. I don't, I'm oblivious Dude. to this stuff because I've never had to go through yeah. anything like this. No, can, that's why you. If you run to a lot of Canadians, they're like they're hustlers and they're uh, like. Um, they're really really funny because in order to get out of the country you have to be like the cream of the crop to yeah. get out so like there's not a lot of fucking duds that are making yeah. their way out that's insane dude yeah. uh, you were just talking about new york i've been talking about new york heavy for the last couple i just decided that i want to move there yeah um my plan was next year you know what i mean uh, but you know it. i'm figuring out seeing where things go are you financially um, stable enough to oh do it? absolutely not i'm i'm financially unstable like uh like like recently my comedy and my content life like what we're doing here yeah has been amazing because this is what i'm 
invest my entire life in, and yeah. then real life is in shambles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'd rather have it that way than the other way. Oh, around. dude, it's I way love better. It. When I'm I, having a lot of fun in this. When I moved to Toronto, I was homeless. Mm-hmm. I stayed in a youth shelter for like six months, and was like, they would let me break curfew and leave the shelter and to go do uh, spots. Oh, that's fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. That's dude. fire. Yeah, I sold my <laughs> scuba diving gear so I could get a plane ticket to go back to Canada. Yeah, <laughs> no, I uh, and I know, like, I didn't know anyone there. I have no family yeah. in Toronto or anything like that. So I was just like, I'm just gonna go do it. Yeah. Um, the story of comedians is crazy, dude. This is wild. Yeah, is, I've never even been on a plane before. So when I hear these types of things, like I'm like, holy shit! This oh, is bro, like I, I would suggest like if you can. Like if you know someone there, or yeah. you can scramble together just enough that you can like get a couple months rent. Mm-hmm. You can get a job. You're American. Like that. The uh the like access to getting money. Like I couldn't come to New York because for one, it would be like an illegal immigrant coming into the country. Like I couldn't go from Mexico to the states. But also, I wouldn't go, be able to work. Make a pit stop. I'd, I'd go to <laughs> Toronto and oh, get shit. good there, and then fucking come over. That's kind of fucked up. Um. So you can just go, dude. Just go. I have. I've had yeah. this conversation, not necessarily about New York City because New York's obviously a much larger larger hurdle. But the equivalent is like there'll be some comic in like Windsor, Ontario, which is like uh, three hours outside of Toronto. Um, And they'll be like, you know, I'm thinking about moving to Toronto, but I just don't know when. Like, I just got to wait. Like, I just want to get funny here. And then I'm always like, just go, just go, just go. Because for one you get way funnier in the environment and you build skills and connections that you don't even really conceive of, of getting yeah. like the, like me moving to New York, a perfect example is I ran into the, uh, uh or I started doing, uh, spots at the Brooklyn comedy club. And then the booker there also works at gas digital gas digital, huge podcast wow. network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I so. run into him on the street and he's like, Oh, do you live in this area? I'm like, yeah, I live <laughs> on this street. He goes, yo, our studio is like two doors down from you. He's like, can you be a guest on podcasts when we need people? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah. So now I'm just dropping in on podcasts to audiences that I fucking am getting. Like, that is something that you're not going to be like, oh, I I need to get ready for this. No, you just go. And also, it's just like a form of procrastination to be like, uh, uh, to think you need to get more prepared. Yeah. uh, Like, just go. Like, as soon as you can go. My my ticket is booked for January. My first, I'm going to go to New York and actually, you know, go around to the comedy clubs for the first time, see all that shit. It's going to be exciting. Definitely. Like, yeah, start like start dipping your toes in because yeah. you'll build connections. Every time people go, it's worth it. Yeah. And like I see comics doing that all the time. Like the I went to New York in twenty eighteen, I think. And I went around and just like met some people and like shook some hands and shit. And then someone I had met um from my twenty eighteen visit runs a room or runs one of the better rooms in New York City is uh, Kenny uh Kenny Warren runs the fucking um oh, shit the grizzly pear nice and he when i came back he was i was like hey man i don't know if you remember he's like oh dude absolutely and i've seen you've been killing <laughs> yeah. it he's like you want spots and yeah. i immediately started getting spots at this place dude i do that all the time like like if i meet a i'm like hey i don't know if you remember who the, and like dude of course i remember you like yeah, what the hell yeah. are you talking about yeah. that's weird uh so what makes you what makes you laugh what do you enjoy what do you okay, like hold on let's put that one on no, pause because oh, i you got a, your food i got it yeah <laughs> They let the podcast listeners know. I ordered Uber. I forgot that we were podcasting. I ordered Uber Eats before I I looked at the messages where he's like, "Hey, where are you?" Um, no, you didn't know. You just kind of guessed. I just he, guessed. I was like, "Oh, I should probably check this." And he was right there. And he was right there, dude. He's right there. He literally said now on the phone call, and I was yeah. like, "Yes, yeah. dude." How much? Uh, how much takeout do you eat? How much? Like, uh, uh, I try not to do too. Actually, what am I talking about? I eat takeout all the fucking time. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm. But I, what I try to do when I'm eating takeout, I try to do like if I'm eating takeout, I'm like, this is has to be a healthy meal because. 
making healthy food i feel like is more of a pain in the ass yeah but so? ordering healthy food it's like i just have to hit buttons and then it's and then i'm not eating yeah. bad you know i think uh, i think cooking is a scam i don't know for me because yeah. like, it takes so much longer for me to cook my food than now order. than to eat it yeah and i'm just like oh like this was this is over too soon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Make the way for me. I think it's like a I don't know, it depends. It's I think it's a different situation when you're like a single dude uh, or like single person in general cuz you just like if you're meal prepping that's one thing. You like meal yeah. prep a bunch of shit and then you're kind of eating that over time, which I think is like an efficient way to make food. Sometimes I'll literally just like cook a ton of ground beef and then <laughs> I'll just like yeah. like spice it and season yeah. it and shit and then just like I'll all been there. Oh, and then I I don't like uh, for, for my greens I don't have a salad. I'll just like grab a fistful of like leaves and I shove them in my mouth. <laughs> that's fucking insane. And then I'll eat some ground beef. Just regular uh, leaves outside. Yeah. Oh not not like <laughs> you just fucking, going to pick up trees. Yeah, yeah, just fucking like a brontosaurus <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but, uh, no, I, I try to eat pretty fucking simple. And I just try to eat lean. My whole, like, eating healthy thing is, like, just avoid, like, bread and grains and shit. And then I usually feel pretty good. Yeah. Dairy's fine. Like, I, I've never had a problem with dairy. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you there asked me. Now I remember. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I just remember. I literally just remember what I asked. Uh, yeah. yeah what, what, what's, uh, what, what's funny to you? What makes you laugh? What do you mm. like? I like there's a, uh, like obviously a lot but like I have a pretty lowbrow sense of humor. I appreciate things that are stupid and like well done like <laughs> yeah. like beautifully stupid things is is or I think are 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 just great. Like a perfect example is uh, the movie Mortal Kombat. I like the 2019 Mortal Kombat. I don't know if I've ever laughed harder at a movie. I haven't seen that. Oh, me and my buddy just sat there watching. We had to pause at certain points. There's a part where they're going to d jump into the desert, like they're jumping out of a plane. Guys, a military plane. And this guy's putting on his parachute, and this girl goes, You ever done this before? And he's like, No. And she goes, It's easy. And then they just does it, lands in the desert. They walk for so long in the desert that it goes from day to dusk. And Everyone, or everyone's in army gear except for this one guy, and then they cut into them at one point. This guy's been walking, has no backpack, no water, and has been okay. walking the desert. Jeans, t-shirt, perfectly clean. Like, has not a fucking, <laughs> like, not even a sweat mark on him. I was laughing so fucking hard. We had to pause. They were like, Jesus Yo. Christ. Yo. Uh, Only, oh, like, not many people would even point that out and, like, look at that so in a movie, funny. bro. I, that is legit one of the best movies I've ever seen in my goddamn life. It's so stupid. Some of the dialogue's so dumb, but the action scenes are sick, and yeah. that's like a perfect movie to me. That shit really makes me laugh. Uh, I have like a pretty lowbrow uh, sense of humor. Like uh, I love people getting hurt. Like me, me and my sister laugh a lot at. There's this one view of a guy taking out the recycling, yeah. and he slips on the stairs and he lands on his back, and it's all icy. <laughs> and he's like makes this noise where he's like, <laughs> and he like there's probably like a good thirty seconds where he just kind of rolls around and moans, and then he's so hurt that when he gets up. He leaves the recycling on the ground and he goes back inside, and that's really fucking funny. That's yeah. really funny. There, I, I saw this one video where uh, this mom was like yelling at a kid to stop running because he'll slip and fall. He yeah. slipped and fell, and yeah. then uh, the mom's like, "See there, I fucking told you." She tries to grab him, but she slipped Boom. on the same ice, bust her ass. Love it. That um, stuff's great. I just like, yeah, I like really dumb shit. Uh, memes. I'm a big meme guy. Okay. Yeah, I think my biggest comedic influence is the internet. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I drink in so much internet content. I'm constantly scrolling. My uh, Instagram algorithm probably knows me better than like any person on the. What do you planet. get on the algorithm? Uh, I get like if I go to my search page right now, I'm going to get a lot of like uh, fight videos, like either street fight or like UFC or boxing. Okay. Uh, like muscle chicks, like fitness gym girls, like really buff women, like, Not like really huge, but they they got abs, they got some shoulders and okay. stuff, but they got woman. asses. Yeah, like I'm big on like the fit chicks. Okay. The those are great. Then also there'd be like some sort of like emo-ish kind of girls, like like kind of gothy alternative looking chicks. Those are in the Okay, rap. honestly, you need those around. Yeah, those yeah. Those nice. There'll be like some pimple popping videos. Slept on. And morning. like maybe like some comic book stuff. Okay. That's like kind that's of- a very, That's a very unique like range of, uh, yeah. of things. It's like I like watching people get punched. I like jerking off, and I like I like fucking like Marvel stuff. Instagram's like, fucking listening. That's, um, that's dude. How do, do you ever uh, do you ever like talk about something and then it just pops up on your phone? Like like you just bring up a topic and oh, then like yeah. you look at your phone and they have an ad right there in front of you. So I heard this on I can't remember what podcast I heard this on. I think it was just a clip, maybe from Rogan or something. But apparently, what that is is it's not they're not listening because listening is just like it would just be too complicated and too hard to go through all that data. What they do is like so. If you um, if you like come in contact with someone, say you're spending time around your parents, and you use a certain app, you use like Twitter. Twitter has your email, yeah. but also some like I don't know shopping center also has your email, so they know you buy like toothpaste or some shit. And they also Twitter also has your parents' email, so they'll cross those two emails and they have data from all these different things that your email's connected to and then so say if your parents use like a certain type of toothpaste they'll start showing you ads for it because you're in like proximity of them oh, so I yeah. mean, you might need that or you might start talking about it and then put it in their head I think that's so weird that shit always scares me yeah all the time I love it you like I love it yeah I'm like yeah give me I want sick ads yeah. I want you to show me shit that I didn't even know I needed yeah like I want you to like Steve Jobs was like the consumer doesn't know what they want you have to show them I want that the bar I want you to Fuck, that's a bar. <laughs> that's a bar. <laughs> like, I want the ads to be, I want my algorithm to be so fucking good that I just, I don't, and I never scroll and don't like what I see. Yeah. It's fucking So you perfect. love the internet. You fucking love the internet. I'm like, give internet. it to me. It's yeah. like, one of my buddies says, he's like, uh, like, um, people are trying to take their kids off screens. He's like, no, more screens. We're not going away <laughs> from screens. Screens, we're <laughs> only getting more. Screens in your fucking car now. Screens, we've got a screen here. We've got a screen here. Your kids need glasses. Screens. In the screens glasses. were fucking screens boom. Fucking glasses. You ever play Cyberpunk? No, I've heard of it though. I like the the. I'm not. I don't yeah. play video games much anymore. Yeah. But the, I know what it is. There's a like the calls come like right in on your fucking like your brain. Oh, like you get shit. like a bing and yeah. you see like you just see it in the fucking ether. Yeah. And you fucking go like yes or no and you can like just talk to someone right there. You fuck with the you fuck with the VR? Do you do the I think VR is kind of shit. Yeah. Um like I think it'll get to a place where it's good, but we need to like figure out where we can do locomotion in VR where you can like fully move and not worry about crashing into shit. Yeah. That's what we need. Um I think AR is like cooler right now. AR is like augmented reality where we could both have shit on and we could like have like a thing materialize here and like look at it and not necessarily touch it and feel it but like yeah. manipulate it in it's like virtual space yeah but we still have like uh understanding of what's going on around here because we're just seeing this thing materialize in our space how do you that's uh, cooler I think. how do you feel about live comedy you love the internet you live on the internet how do you yeah, feel yeah. about like live stand-up oh yeah live stand-up's the fucking shit yeah, who do you who have you seen before uh, I saw fucking, I've seen Stanhope. I've seen, um, uh, fucking, now oh, I gotta go through my ro Rolex. I've seen Louie. I've seen fucking, uh, who did I just see recently? Oh, I saw Jim Jeffries. I've seen Chris D'Elia. Right. I've seen, no, wait, I didn't see Chris D'Elia. 
uh, no, a friend wanted to go to Crystal Lee and we didn't go. This is way back before it got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I saw fucking uh, what's her? I can't remember her name. But yeah, yeah I've seen is, I've seen a bunch. Is all this as a as a fan or were you a stand up and like just going to like watch and like or like before you kind of. I did Just for Laughs in 2017, and nice. I had, like, a pass. Oh, yeah, and so I, I was my like, YouTube, bro. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, so I just fucking, I just went to, like, a Hell bunch yeah. of shows. So yeah. talk about Just for Laughs and, like, like your stand-up career kind of yeah. going for that realm. Uh, uh, st- um, so that happened through me doing, like, a, a competition. So I, uh, when I was, like, three or four years into comedy, I, I got into this thing that's called the Sirius XM Next Top Comic Competition. It's all across Canada. It's, like, comics go, basically, there's three stages. You have the first stage which is like i think it's like 10 comics on a on a show everyone's doing like five yeah and then uh, the top three from that night move on to the next round which is a voting round you try to get online votes and then top eight from each one of those top three shows so that's like i think there's like 16 so maybe they cut it in half then all of them go to the the finals and And all the same judges like all the same no the judges uh at each show is different because they're at different uh, cities like there'll be like a Vancouver one, an Edmonton one, a Toronto one. Like they're across the country, yeah. um, and uh, then the last round is like the top eight, and everyone does it uh, show it just for laughs. Uh, and then I think you do seven minutes, and that's some judges that are like Canadian uh, known people that are like worked in the industry for a long time, and then other people are like uh, I think they'll bring in like really like I think uh, Reggie, not Reggie Watts, what's his name? The guy who does like the fuck Linda, you know that joke? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I don't about? know his name. Fucking, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, he's super, super fucking funny dude. He was, I think, a judge on my year when I okay, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, dude. Uh, it was, um, it was, it, it like I was such a novice comic compared to some of the people that were yeah. in it. How, like, how, how long? Like you said, you're four years into comedy when this yeah, happened. Okay, yeah. got it. So like some of the people were like road dogs who had been doing this forever and were like murdering. But I was like, it's five minutes. Yeah, in five minutes is anyone's game. Yeah, you go up against the headliner. I think so. Yeah, like I agree a, with that. Yeah, in a thirty minute set, you have to go like uh, set for set against a headliner in your four year comic. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're you're gonna so show some crap. You're getting washed out the room. Yeah, <laughs> you're fucking getting buried. <laughs> but in five minutes, it's anyone's fucking game. That and you I can do fucking really. go in and crush, dude. That's so interesting I, I just yeah, I just had a good set and I fucking just like kept it going. I got the online votes. I had these different like friend ch- chats because you can vote every day. Where I would like I'd be like, hey, can I dump this in here every day? And if you guys want vote, like it, it, like all this stuff counts. One day I went to a fucking mall and I uh, went in the Apple Store and I voted on every single fucking phone <laughs> and laptop and everything in the Apple Store. It's <laughs> a fucking dude, sneaky that's move. fucking great. You gotta want it. That's fucking great, yo. Um, that reminds me of uh, like sometimes I'll just get my friends' laptops and I'll just go to my YouTube channel, signed out of all like their stuff, and just yeah. let it run up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be like, hey, you don't need this. Yeah, you, you don't you need never it. open your computer. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, how does your family uh, feel about like your your stand up and like your career and all that? You mentioned you had a sister um, and parents. What was that like? Oh yeah, uh, everyone's super supportive. But I've yeah. also always been like a. Uh, like I, I left the house when I was like eighteen, and like just didn't never came back. How old are you now? I'm thirty. Okay, yeah, wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so like I, yeah, so I've always just kind of been like, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want, and if they're <laughs> like no, like when I was living there, I would get no's all the time. Like your parents tell you what to do, and then as soon as I had a taste of freedom, I'm like, I'm never listening to anyone ever again. Yeah. <laughs> then I just fucking went, fucking so, figured it out. Yeah, they were all all very supportive, but they didn't have a choice. Like if they were like, we don't support you in this, and I'd be like, okay, well we don't have to talk then. <laughs> like I, I would have just been like. All right, 
It's like I'm doing this. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, the just for laughs stuff was cool as shit. Just for laughs is like the coolest yeah. thing because you're just hanging around, like you're going to these parties and like fucking like Michael Che is drinking with like fucking Neil Brennan and like fucking shit. like these all like your like comedy heroes are like hanging out and shit. Can it's anybody wild. go to these? Like like someone like me? Like oh, you just get a ticket, you reach out. I think if you're uh, if you know someone who's on the fest, you can get a plus one. Okay. Like I think they can get a plus one and get you a pass so that you can like go around and oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, I gotta figure this out. Yeah. Whoever's listening to this, if you're on a plus one, add me to that list. Yeah. All right, I see y'all out there. Um, where are you? Uh, where are you next? What do you got going on? Like, uh, like, is there something mm. that you're trying to work towards with it? You know, you're touring around, yeah. doing all this now. You building something to film or put out? Are you just enjoying things? So I really like my hour right now. I I, I sold out the Gramercy Theater for New York Comedy Fest. Congratulations! Thank Thank you. Fucking yeah, I get the claps in there. Little little. Uh, what's that called when you? Uh, uh, when you're bragging, but it's uh, a, a humble brag. Oh yeah, okay, brag, got yeah, it. Yeah. Um, Where, and so, what was the theater again? The Gramercy. Gramercy. Okay. Uh, and that, like, that was like, I don't think there's a single person in there who wasn't one of my fans. Uh, and front to back, it was like a fucking killer show. That's exciting. And I, I hadn't done the hour in a while because I tend to do a lot of crowd work at my shows because the 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 market now is like get your clips. Yeah, and that's how you really. That, that's the thing. And a big part of what I need to do with my audience is so many people know me from TikTok. Like I blew up on TikTok just kind of cranking out content over the pandemic because I couldn't do stand up. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know I do stand up, and now that they're seeing the stand up clips, they're like, "Oh, you're doing stand up now? That's cool." And I'm like, "No, no, I've been a stand up. Like <laughs> yeah, that's you what just I did it. What yeah. y'all fucking look at yeah, and watch is this, this over the here? The only reason I'm funny on this app is because I've been doing this for so long, and I I learned the skills uh, of how to like do jokes and comment on stuff and riff yeah. and crowd work. So I typically do a lot of crowd work at the shows, but at this show, I did like one or two jokes about New York City off the top to kind of open the show and yeah, then just went right into vibe. the act. And I loved the hour. What was this? This was at Gramercy. This when? Oh, when? This was November 10th. So okay. this just happened. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. hell yeah, dude. Congratulations, man. That's huge. Thanks, dude. Uh, and it, it was like, I'm like, oh, I feel like this is almost ready to put a stamp on. So I'm like, I'm kind of tweaking a few things here and there in it that I'm uh, that I think need to be punched up, but it's never done, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I now it's like kind of working on a second hour. So starting from scratch on that with some new bits and just like kind of growing something and just like getting back on like writing every day, working on that shit. So the goal now is yeah to have i want to have like two hours in the can i guess by the end of like 2023 or maybe mid 2024 because to craft a whole new hour is a lot yeah like i think i could have a serviceable hour by the end of 2023 but i don't think i would want to put a stamp on it yeah right now i'm yeah. doing like 30 minute spots and stuff like that and yeah. like I'm, I'm punching that up and even still like yeah. uh you know but an hour would be just a whole different realm i'm yeah. just like all right you guys can handle that how do you feel uh, about like uh starting over is that ever scary or hard for you you said no, you're starting so like from scratch it's so fun like i'm not really starting from scratch because i'm still working this material because i haven't put it out or anything okay. yet but i like over the next year i think i really want to grow that youtube following so um so i'm like really putting a lot of effort into youtube right that's now. that's where i am right now what's your yeah. youtube channel uh my it's just chay arena or if you want to see gaming content, you go to Little Dinky News. We do All a lot right. of gaming stuff. Go subscribe. Uh, check his content out, man. Yeah. So it's like a lot of my stand-up clips, and then I do like repost a lot of the TikToks and stuff like that. And we're get, starting to get more traction with it. But if I can grow that to like somewhere between like two to 500K, then that'll be a realistic place to put out a special yeah. and hopefully get somewhere like over a million views on it. That'd so then you can really get people to see what the material is and what the what the show is like. Uh, but also, like I want to have at least, so if I, by the end of 
2023 XC, let's say I have an hour ready to sell and say like another 20, 30 minutes that is also good. I have anything like Netflix or something comes a knock in or they are putting out a yeah. thing. And now you have something that you can present and they're like, no, yeah. they're going to fucking listen to you because exactly. of what you've been building consistently. Yeah. Awesome. And it's like, I don't know if necessarily they would buy a special from me, but I do think it's realistic for me to look at potentially getting one of those like half hours, like yeah. the, the stand-ups yeah. But that's or the swing. That's yeah. we, like, we, we never know. Yeah. You never get into it. I don't yeah. Know. You know, let's figure it out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's kind of my focus. It's always, my focus has always been just keep the standup as the crown jewel. Like yeah. I love like someone like Bill Burr's career. I think it's fucking incredible. I, I just yeah. watched him at the theater here, uh, yeah. literally last weekend. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Was nice. He's, uh, he's like, uh, like, uh, like one of the best running right now. Um, and, uh, I just like how everything is kind of centered around stand up. Yeah. Everything, like all his roles he's played on TV and other stuff are kind of extensions of himself, which is like, we know through stand up. And now he has like a cartoon, which is also an extension of himself. His family. Yeah. I used to love him. When I started. Um, uh, so, uh, my friend, uh, Marcus Crespo actually opened up here for you last night. Do you have any comedians who you like work with a lot, who you travel with any people? Like, who are your friends? Who you like them? I used to work with, uh, Andrew Packer and Jacob Bolshin a lot when I was in Canada, they were like organizing the tours and, and that we were going on in Canada. Uh, I was just the fucking the face to help sell some tickets and <laughs> yeah. shit. Um, but Pretty I was, face. Nice I, little form. I was working with them a lot. And then now uh, in New York, I have uh, uh, Demetrius Fields, who's also another TikToker and a really funny stand-up. He... Um, he uh, he opened my show. He hosted for my show at the Gramercy, and then JJ Lieberman, who's another Canadian comic yeah. who came down. Dude, JJ was here at the Comedy Zone a couple weeks ago. I oh, just really? Met him. Yeah, yeah, I just met him. Yeah, he was yeah. here with a. I don't even remember who he came with. The headliner. Well, was it Ryan Long? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ryan's he another really funny Canadian guy. Yeah. They did. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah, they were here on a Wednesday night. It was cool. Yeah, I do yeah. remember those. Yeah. No, those guys are great, man. They actually have been helping me a ton in terms of just like getting spots in New York and uh, and getting my like my feet under me and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this show is called the Riders Block, and I'll wrap it up soon so you can get to your food. Um, have you ever experienced oh, no, that? No, how do no, you no. how do you how do you deal with that? What's uh, that's like the biggest thing that I kind of find trying to work on material or like Ooh. find what I'm going to talk about to people. And uh, how do you get that out of the way to build these? You ha you have an hour you're doing now, and you're working on a new hour. Yeah, not to um, jinx you or anything. I don't know if you're no, going to no, get no, it because no, I brought no. it up. But no, no, no. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I second guess every, like if I'm writing, I second guess everything. I'm like, oh yeah. god damn it! Like, let me like, maybe this needs to move around here, or like maybe I need to present it in a new way. But. Yeah, um, I feel like uh, I feel like I I use uh, uh, the same process kind of always, and it kind of go you go in and out of writer's block. Like sometimes you got a great hook, a great thing. Uh, I think I'll, like you learn to try and uh, pay attention to the things that are going on around you. Like if you have something happen to you that is like somewhat unique or somewhat like emotionally jarring has like some sort of impact. Sometimes you just brush over those things, mm. but it's good to like try and analyze it and see if there's a joke in it. Um, and ingesting material, like watching a movie or something can help you just like you see something interesting in that. But I go through the same process where like I have sort of my top jokes that I'm working on in my, like my notes app and I'll go through those like one after the other and really try to pull out some jokes. Yeah. Um, if that's not working, I'll scroll down to the bottom of my notes app and take something that's like old that hasn't been there that like, or that never hit or never worked and see just if I can throw it out there. Yeah. See if I can, if, like reverberate this into something um and always before i start writing i spend like five to ten minutes 
uh, I have folders on Instagram and TikTok talk called the best, which are the funniest things I've seen that I save. Yeah. And I watch those until I'm literally laughing. Is it the funniest things that you've made or that it's just a bunch of no, content that, from like, other just content I've come across? Yeah. Like what's, uh, is it a public thing or you, oh, like you, you mean your bookmarks? No, you're it's saved. Like, yeah, oh I'm God, saved. I got it. Yeah. That's honestly a good yeah. idea. I, I, I never, I don't really use those like that anymore. Cause when I write, I look, I like walk around my room going like, Hey, like I'm on stage. Like I'm fucking <laughs> in the zone. Yeah. Um, so I want to be like, literally laughing and having a good time before i attempt to uh write because I'll, yeah some, uh, uh, sorry i didn't mean to cut you no off. i was cutting you it's fine i was about to just say that I, I like sit with like music or something or like yeah. i'm a server during the daytime so i'll sit at my my job and write and yeah. work on stuff but it'll be in silence and something like that yeah. i don't i don't really get it i used to when i first started i would get up and i would act it out at home and yeah. do all these types of things but i don't know maybe I gotta get back to it. It was fun. It was always fun. It's, I mean, I had fun. You can I, say whatever you want. Yeah, no, it's. I find it just is a better way for me to write. And I, if I, when I start laughing while I'm writing, I'm like, oh, we're on, we're cooking, we're cooking, we got something good here. Um, but my buddy, my roommate, who's very, very, or my, not my roommate, my old roommate, who's very funny, a guy who actually streamed with Cameron Phoenix, he's, uh, he'll sit and listen to a song on loop. And just like, and just write and write and write and write. And he gets in almost like a meditative state oh, with wow. his writing. Um, so everyone has their own process. I just found that for me, um, it was like, I want to say like seven years into comedy. I f wrote the first, like, I would say like five to seven. That was like, oh, I find this funny. Where before that, I felt like everything I was creating was like call and response. Was like I know if what does I, that mean? Like if I say this, the audience laughs. Oh. Like I I was learning the tool of a comic of how to get a response, how to make laughter come out of an audience. That's like I would say was the whole first seven years of doing comedy, and then seven years in, I wrote this material where. I was like, oh, I honestly find this funny and I'm making them laugh at it. Where I think you see a lot of okay. with these like, uh, you have like either, um, I don't know, the, the shock comic is a perfect example where it's like a, a shock comic will go on and say something that's jarring yeah. and the audience doesn't laugh and they go, oh, what, you can't handle this? I'm like, no, you haven't <laughs> done see the that a work. Lot. Oh, people see it's it's a, it's a commonplace, but you have it on both sides. You have yeah. the woke comic who says something, who's trying to get like claps or something like that. But you and I don't count that as comedy. I don't, if, if you're, I don't, I don't know. It, if you're doing a, too much of it, it's it's its own thing, man. Yeah. Like uh, there's going to be these these divergence, which is I think is healthy for comedy for it to grow into a space like music where you have different genres. Yeah, but you you have to do the work to understand how to translate these thoughts that you think are funny to the audience to make them appealing to them. And that's was like, I guess that's what finding your voice is. It's really just defining your sense of humor and making it translatable. Um, and so then once I, that took me like seven years to get to that. And then once I got there, I was like, Oh sick. Now I'm going to make all this material that's in this, in my like honest voice of how I want to perform on stage. And then I couldn't write like that. I, oh, wow. Every time I was writing, I was kept going bad. back to this like mechanical call and response writing. And it took me, I would say, like another year to efficiently get out of that into the point where every time I wrote now, I never feel like I'm in call and response writing. I'm always in my voice and in, yeah. in my, my mode that I want to translate to the audience. That's a good way to put it. I never thought about it like that. Like, uh, like I, I, I have different types of moments where like I'll be doing something and then I get an idea and I'm like, holy shit, that's funny. Or, I'll, I'll, or something will happen and I'll just yeah. stop and write that down. 
but usually when I do sit down and try to write, it is more of me thinking, okay, so what do I got to write? What am I supposed to put yeah. here? The structure and all this stuff like that. I don't know. What's the funnest part of comedy to you? What's like uh, something you enjoy the most? I think just the performing. Like, yeah. I, I think the that's the fun part. Like, I actually, I do really enjoy writing. I just, it's just like laughing. I have a good time by myself like a psycho, but <laughs> it's, I, I think the performing is the best part. Like, going into a room and like really crushing and, uh, uh, and actually that's not true. The fucking, my favorite part of comedy is the the tweaking i love to come up with an idea and you take it to an audience and then you get like say like 30 percent of the joke works and you're like okay 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 and you take it back and you're like okay this part didn't work let's take out these chunks that one of the benefits i got from writing in a calm response manner was all my jokes are always like segmented into these chunks okay so i still use that mechanical aspect to separate Easy, everything yeah, okay. but then just put the flavor on it uh when i'm writing so so those chunks are all none no pieces of them are mechanical but that means if if one piece isn't working, I can easily like, oh, this sentence or this uh, this punchline or this uh, segue doesn't need to be there. It gets nothing. I can take that piece out like a block. What's uh, what's um, your favorite joke? You have a bunch of content on the internet uh, that you guys should go check out. Uh, YouTube or anything. You can, something that you already have or, you know, if it doesn't have to be yeah. something you're working on. What's your favorite joke oh, that you've done? Something you love? That's about? my joke? Yeah, you. Um, oh, what's my favorite joke of mine? Uh, if I'm looking through my, like, I'm just trying to like go through the Rolodex in my head right now. It's always just something new I'm working on. Cause that's the freshest, funnest thing to do. Yeah. Um, uh, there's, the I'm trying to fucking, there's, I think I'm the period stuff I'm working on right now is, is I'm enjoying <laughs> the, but, you did it yesterday. Yeah, I did okay, it yesterday. I yeah. Uh, but I know there's something else that I was like, I really fucking like this oh yeah no there's one my favorite joke that i'm i didn't do it yesterday and i haven't really put it in the act yet um but i'm working on right one right now about being non-monogamous and how i like the idea of being non-monogamous um because i'm not because i want my partner to fuck other people or i want to fuck other people like that's fine but I, it's more that i want my partner to be satisfied spiritually and emotionally by another person because mm. i don't want to do that shit <laughs> i don't want to take care of that you don't deal like, with, yeah. i want to be number three on your roster yeah. like i want to be michelangelo and the ninja turtles <laughs> like number one is taking you on dates and and number two is listening to all the shit that number one does wrong and number three is like i like pizza and nunchucks Yo, this is sick. yeah i want like no responsibility that's the most fun joke i'm doing right now yeah um, ladies and gentlemen, go check it out. All right, he has stuff, a uh, bunch of stuff on YouTube. That's yep. not out on YouTube right now. You just said, but um, but live. Where are you next? Where are you going to on the rest of your tour that you got oh, going? Oh yeah, so I'm gonna be. I'm in West Palm Beach tomorrow. Florida, so, West Palm. Yeah, when, when is this airing? That'll probably be. I'll probably put this out Monday. Okay, yeah. So by then, I'll already be. Uh, I'll be back in New York, but then I'm gonna be in. Milwaukee on December seventh. I'm gonna be in Chicago December 9th and tenth. I'm gonna be in fucking san Antonio, texas december 16th 17th and 18th and i'm gonna be in honolulu hawaii on that's fucking cool january 7th hell yeah man yeah, yeah no it's january pretty sick. 7th yeah <laughs> uh no, no no that's gonna be fucking sick dude i've never been out that way so i'll spend a couple days so probably hawaii. to enjoy it a you bit a world traveler man really doing comedy all over the fucking yeah, place yeah, yeah. that's uh that's kind of one of the reasons why i started doing this i've never been anywhere like yeah. i'm from florida i've been in florida all my life yeah 
you know, I'm ready to go see some shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a uh, we got the River City Comedy Showcase coming up here at the Comedy Zone, uh, December seventh. I'll be opening that one up, and then um, well, this episode is on Monday, but it was fun having you here in town at the at the Jacksonville Comedy Zone. Um, is there anything else that you want to promote before we got out of here, man? Something you think people should know and look at? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, hit me up on my YouTube, Jay Dorena, working on hard and growing that, and then Little Dinky News for all the Twitch streaming stuff. Um, but besides that, yeah, come up to the live shows. All right. Hell yeah, man. Appreciate it, man.